Once upon a time, Chris called Dan and said, I'm having an idea. When Dan got over his initial shock and horror, he agreed to hear Chris out. Suddenly, a podcast was born, and somehow I was sucking into recording the intro to give them a little bit of legitimacy. And so, here we are. Welcome to the Dan and Chris Save the World podcast. The Dan and Chris podcast has been fortified with six essential vitamins and minerals. Please use only as directed. Be careful operating heavy machinery while listening to this podcast. If you are pregnant or may become pregnant, please consult a physician before listening to this podcast. No animals were harmed in the creation of this podcast. For best results, open your mind and smile while listening. Continued use of this podcast has been known to cause hilarity in certain individuals. Proceed, Proceed at, at your, your own, own risk. risk. Yeah, because we started recording, so... That's, there we go. That's, that's now, what happens. And now we're recording, and we'll see what happens when we're recording? Yeah, let's see what happens when we're recording, because you never know what can happen when we're recording. <laughs> I know. You know when, we're, when we're recording, things happen when we're recording. So it's if, like, there is, if there's one regret I have about FC3 Monkey Business is the fact that there are times we have not hit the record button fast enough <laughs> because there are conversations we have while we're getting ourselves ready to have the conversation mm-hmm. that are actually funnier than the conversations we've had. Right. And then you, you can't know? reproduce it. So and we yeah. can't reproduce it. It's just, it's crazy. We tried a couple of times when we like would lose pieces of recording or whatnot, we would mm-hmm. try to reca- recapture that lightning in a bottle, but it was just so difficult. It's gotta be this part of the moment. It's gotta yeah. be. You know, so that's why I hit record before we started talking about anything because that's it. You know, you never know what we, might say that might be interesting it might be all boring who knows yeah well you know what so far so good the people who have talked to me about this podcast seem to be enjoying it yeah i mean we're just talking yeah. about life the universe and it, everything and everything <laughs> it was it was interesting to me because somebody did say that she goes that they were like well we want i want to get to know you and dan better and i'm like have you been listening to the podcast and they're like yeah i'm like well that's pretty much everything we haven't really we, don't, well, we don't, haven't the, edited the, or there's more, but yeah. I mean, well, yeah, but wait, there's we're, more. We're not, we're, not, we're not editing. We're not, we're not filtering yeah. much, you know, maybe a couple, maybe a little bit here and there, you know. Tiny but, bit. But yeah, I mean, it's just, we're just us talking about us things and yep. stuff that interest us and us. And it's al- about us. And along the way, we're trying to impart wisdom of the things that we've learned over the past 50 years. To save, to help save the world. Exactly. We're just hoping that something we say clicks and resonates with people. Yes. And and if you can, uh, you know, kind of connect with that, then there's the victory. Then great. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, that's a bonus. You know, if we can help you and and figure something out or, or you, if you can relate to that, I mean, mm-hmm. like, hey, these guys have been through it and they're, they're maybe emotionally twisted, but not, you know, scarred forever kind of thing, you know. If they can relate to us, should we be worried about them? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> poor souls. I just thought about that. Hmm. Those poor unfortunate <laughs> souls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So guess what? Guess what? Guess what? 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 My, what? my mom is downstairs right now. She's watching a movie on Netflix and relaxing with a glass. Hi, of mom. <laughs> and, what movie? What movie is she watching? They're watching the Chicago Seven, the Trial of the Chicago Seven by Aaron Sorkin from oh, okay. Aaron Sorkin wrote The West Wing. Okay, um, but it came out about a year ago, and it had some great accolades, and they're enjoying themselves down there. At the well, moment. good. That's good. So, Excellent. The power I, went out at her house, and I'm like, I'm not going to let you sit in the house, you know, on on a 94 degree oh day with this humid. I'm like, come on over. I'm I'm fully, you know, mm-hmm. everything's running over here. Yep. Come have a nice glass of wine. <laughs> Chris, where'd you go? <laughs> you checked <laughs> yourself. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have doubted it. Yeah. Actually, I was having an issue today because the 
my first floor air conditioner, because I have window unit air conditioners throughout mm-hmm. my house. Yes. And the first floor one is in the dining room. And then each of the bedrooms has a one, has a, mm-hmm. has, a has one of its own. Um, but apparently you can't run the dining room main first floor air conditioner at full steam on a 90 degree day and do laundry in the basement at the oh, same time. Okay. They're all in the same circuit. Yes. So it was knocking it out and I couldn't figure that out right away. And I'm like, Oh, I guess I'll just have to stop the laundry. Well, but it was the air. Con- yeah. It was just, yeah, they're both, they share a circuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This house is wired weird. I'll tell well, you that. Well, it's an old house. I mean, what it year is. is your house? What, what year is it? It's 1910. Yeah. So it's, it's a 111 year old house. So, you know, like the electricity, I'm sure. Yeah. Definitely could, could have gotten kind of weird over the years. You know, <laughs> it doesn't look a day over 35. Well, that's good. I figure if I say nice things to it, it'll stay. It'll hold together for me. Good house. Oh, good. Oh, it's a good house. It's a good house. It knows I've been trying to take care of it. I mean, hell, I've, I've oh, done yeah. so much just in the three years I've been here now. Yeah, three years. Seems three. Like, three in August. It, it, in some ways, it seems like it's you just moved in. In some ways, it seems like, it seems like you've been there for a long time. I know. It does feel like that, doesn't it? It's, it's kind of weird how time time does old. weird things when you're our age. I know. It's so my, my boss and I were talking about this just today because he was talking about how his grandsons and he has this one granddaughter that doesn't see that often because she lives out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we, we've here's here's your phrase for the day. You judge time based on the children. OK. Right. When you are a child, you don't notice it. You know, right. when you're six, seven, eight, nine years old, you feel like I've been here forever, mm-hmm. you know, but then you, you grow up and you age and you become a young adult and you work your way through and time starts to kind of pick up speed. And then your friends start having kids or you start having kids. You know, you and I started mm-hmm. later than our, than a lot of our high school kid people did. Um, but you know, you, you, at one point, Caleb Butcher was this little tiny toe-headed oh, blonde I- I have thing a, and, and holding him as a newborn baby. Yep, you can hold him in one arm. And now Caleb is what, 25, 26? So, I don't know. But then, I mean, then you go to the, the next level, Jason. Jason's, Jason's son. Jason's son, Corey, is, is what, 30? 30, 31, I think. Is, oh, my God. You know, it, so it's like, and I'm, yeah, right, pictures of holding him as a baby, too, you know? Yeah. And these kids are all grown up and adults and you know, living on their own. And My younger child has graduated from high school. My older child is talking about getting an apartment of her own with her boyfriend. Wow. It's getting serious you know, here. It's, I, I you know, <laughs> I honestly. They've been together for a while, haven't they? How they've long? been together for a little over a year now. Okay. Uh, actually, almost a year and a half at this point. Yes, a year and a half. Because Jules was saying something about their 18 months. The pan- before the pandemic. Yeah. So they, they've been together for 18 months. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, I do believe Josh is probably going to be my son-in-law in one of these days. Yeah, and I don't mind. I like That's the kid. Good. Yeah, I don't, he's he's focused. He's driven. He's got his he's got plans. You know, he's got a good job now, and that job is going to help him pay for college. That's good, right? Yeah. Okay, or at least eighty percent of his tuition. He was mm-hmm. telling me. Yeah, and and it was it was so cool. I was I was talking to the kids and trying to be parental, right? Mm-hmm. And because I'm trying to impress upon Juliana to have, don't just exist. Have that plan. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and start trying to figure out what you want to do going forward, because you're not going to be a hostess at the Texas Roadhouse all your life, right? Probably not, no. And, and, and I, you know, I kind of hinted at something, and Josh said, looked at me, he goes, I'm going to be a doctor. And, the, and the, the certainty that he said it with was so impressive. Good me. for him. I mean, I, I I've liked the kid since I first met him. He yeah. can be a little weird at times. He can be a little aggressive with certain people. But you know what? Mm-hmm. That's just who he is. I don't care. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I can look past that and I can see what he does and what he says and the gestures that he makes and, and, and the guy that he is and the man mm-hmm. he's becoming. And I'm cool with it, yeah. you know, but well, just, good. it's just, it's wild to see. And so you judge time by the children, mm-hmm. you know, and, and our children were little, I mean, yours are still small, relatively speaking. 11 but, and nine. Yeah. But, but mine haven't been that size for a long time now. I'm, I have two Zach's adults. inching up on almost as tall as Jen now. Is she, is he really? It's, it's I, I bug her about it all the time. I like, look, Zach's almost taller than you. You know, it's like, yeah, I mean, he's, he's 11 and he's, for some reason, he's got some height. I don't know why. Yeah, he, no, I don't know where he gets it from. You got the, the beanpole height there. He gets so. it from your mom. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Ian. That's what Ian would tell people all the time. I get it from my grandmother. <laughs> my poor little five foot two mother. Yeah, I love her so we much. Love your mom. She's amazing. Um, but yeah, so it's yeah, they, yeah, they grow, they grow fast in, in some ways. Yeah, yeah, they do. If you if you you know don't pay attention, it you know like. Life will pass you by. They'll they'll pass you by. Yeah, they do. But my mm. son is starting lifeguard training courses next week. Oh, good. And he's going to be a lifeguard with his best friend Matthew. How does trip go? By the way, it did not. Oh, it didn't. It didn't happen. It did not happen. Let me tell you. We were talking about the growth of children. Mm-hmm. Okay. My son, he goes with the flow sometimes, even when it hurts him. Mm -hmm. And now for 11 months, he has had this wonderful online relationship with this young lady from Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And then the big exciting thing, she, she came up to be there for his graduation and she was going to stay the whole week. And then by the end of the week, they were going to travel down to Kentucky together and he was going to spend the week with her. Um, so she came up on a Saturday night. She came up late. It was like 11 o'clock Saturday night is when her flight arrived. Mm -hmm. And of course the first place he comes was here. So she, (laughs) he could introduce her to me before he took her home to, to mom's house where everybody was going to be camping for the week. Right. Cause that's, he lives with his mother mainly for the most part. Cause she's closer to his school. All right. And she was very sweet. She made a wonderful first impression on me, but I also got the impression she was exhausted because she'd had a oh. long, long, she'd been away from home for a month at that point. Oh really? She'd been going, she'd been traveling to visit people. She'd been traveling to see colleges. So going oh, to wow. visit, going to yeah. visit Ian was kind of like the tail end of this long month away from home. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, so Sunday they had some stuff going on and then Monday was graduation. Mm-hmm. And, and so I was already starting to get reports from the field that she was not making a good first impression on several of the people here on the home front. Oh, right. Just her mannerisms and the way she talked to people and the way she would address him and things like that. It was like setting some folks off. He wouldn't say anything. He was just happy to be around her. And I respected that. I wasn't going to mm-hmm. do any, I only, I'd known the girl for maybe three minutes tops. Right. I'm not going to make judgment calls mm-hmm. off of that. Um, but Jules had had some concerns and Erica had expressed some concerns. And, and then by the time we got to the, the graduation ceremony that Monday, and mm-hmm. then we, that it went quickly. Cause they blocked it up. So it was nine, yep. nine students at a time in a 20 minute block. Okay. And then we went to red Robin Yum. and oh, it was great. And, and, uh, and did I tell you the story about how his fifth and sixth grade teacher, yep. yeah. how she came to visit? That's awesome. Oh yeah. my God. That was such a wonderful moment for him. And he, little, I, he had such a blast with that. But so, um, she was sitting on the far end of the table for me. So I was not watching her, but other people were watching her and they're like, who is this girl? And then apparently Tuesday, there was a big thing at Erica and Tom's house, you know, mm-hmm. where they were celebrating their uh, Tom's daughter, Cecily's birthday. And so they had friends over and there was a pool party of things going on and they were, t- you know, doing something. 
Wednesday, I'm going to fast forward to the day it mm-hmm. started happening. Okay. Wednesday after she had arrived. Um, so two days before he leaves for Kentucky, mm-hmm. he calls me up when I'm on lunch break and he is not so much panicking, but he is confused and upset and needed his dad. Oh. And he's like, dad, this is not, she's not who I thought she was. She's nice, but there's just, we're not gelling. We're not clicking. Things are not working here. I th- and she goes, and, and he goes, and I don't think she sees it. She's just going about her business and not realizing just how she's upsetting me. Okay. And I, you know, I'm trying to talk to her and she's not listening and I don't want to be angry and rude with her because it's not fair. He goes, but I'm, I got to take her out to lunch now. And we're supposed to have this big date day. We're going to have this whole day to ourselves. And, and he goes, and I don't, I don't want to, I don't know what to, mm. I goes. And then I'm like, okay, I'm thinking cold feet. Is there something happening? I'm right. trying to kind of talk him down off the ledge just to calm him down a little bit. And then he, and then he just outright says, I don't want to go to Kentucky. Wow. I'm like, okay. So for him to pull the ripcord on something like that, something mm-hmm. that he has been looking forward to for months. Right. That's, that's big. something yeah. that had been planned for uh, like a couple of months at this point that, I, I sat in my, I just sat down at that point. That stopped me in my tracks. I'm like, okay, I got to listen to this kid. Mm-hmm. I have to hear him at this point. And I tried, kind of coached him through it a little bit. I gave him some advice. I said, okay, well, the only way out of this right now is being honest. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to make some shit up. You're not going to try to, to you That's know, the, yeah, best way. You're not yeah. try keep, maneuver keep your it, way past it this. Yep. Keep it honest. You're going to have to ask her. You need information is what I mm-hmm. told him. I said, you need information, you need to understand, and then you need to be honest with her. You need to ask her questions. Is she thinking things are okay? Is she understanding that there's an issue here? Does she feel the same way? If she doesn't, then you really have to say, look, Mm -hmm. I'm, I have, and he goes, okay, well, I'm going to try. And and I'm like, I go, what are you doing? He goes, well, I'm going to, we're going to pick her up and I'm going to take her to lunch. We're going to go to Aladdin's on Monroe. Cool. Okay, great. Order this, order that. And, And he goes, well, what happens if this or this and this? I'm like, okay, look, don't over plan. Don't overthink. But if sometime along the line during lunch, this comes up and it blows up in your face, just quietly look to the waiter, ask for to-go boxes, pack Mm -hmm. everything up, and head out. I said, you can be reasonably assured that she's not going to leave the restaurant and go walking somewhere because it's a long haul to Kentucky. Right. And she doesn't know the city. (laughs) Yes. And she's not stupid. She may be, attitude-wise, not what you were expecting, but the girl's not dumb. You know, Mm -hmm. she's a good student. She's being accepted into really interesting program. So I know that she has a, a high degree of intelligence. She's not going to do the math and go try to walk to Kentucky, <laughs> you know, he goes, all right, all right. And so I go back to work and I'm halfway through an inspection when he tries calling me twice. Okay. And then Erica starts calling me almost immediately oh, once, twice, thrice. And I'm like, uh Oh, Something mm-hmm. happened. So as soon as I got out of the inspection, I called Erica first and she told me this is what's going on. And then I called Ian. I'm like, okay, are you okay? He goes, yeah, I'm upset. He goes, I didn't know how to, he goes, I'm not you yet. He's, I didn't. He, and I told him at 18 yeah. years old, dude, you're not going to be for a while yet. I said, I, I, I said 18 boy, you know, yeah. I said, I le- going on at 18. <laughs> I learned, I learned how to talk to people through trial and error, a right. lot of error. Oh yeah. Okay. You know, a ton of error. I, I said, so, you know, don't worry about it. But apparently he just blurted it out. He goes, this, this isn't working. I'm not, I'm not happy with this relationship after all in the, in the face-to-face venue. And she was understandably upset. Mm-hmm. And by the time they got back to, um, Erica's house, um, Eric, uh, 
this young lady's mother had already arranged to have the flight up to that afternoon. Oh, wow. Okay. And then Tom, by the time I got to, uh, to Erica's house after work, I dropped off Ian's buddy, Matthew, so that he can be there for his brother kind of a thing. You know, like, like it would be like mm-hmm. my mom dropping me off yep. at your house to spend time with you kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time I got there, Tom had already taken the young lady to the airport so she could get ready for her flight and take off. So it was, it was wow. done in, in, in hours it, yeah, after he, after he talked to her, it was over and she was on her way back home. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, and he does feel bad because he knows he hurt her feelings and he does not like that. But and I told him, I said, look, you're, you're going to want to be honest with her rather than string her along and then yeah. end up going to Kentucky when you don't feel comfortable with that. And, and if you make choices, run, yeah, if you can't have those honest conversations, <laughs> right. you know, if it's, it's, you got to have those because that's something we've learned, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The hard way several times. Mm-hmm. You know, but he's like, you know, I'm like, what if you make relationship choices with this young lady and you're not happy? You mm-hmm. know, I mean, you, you got to be careful. You got to be, you know, reasonable and you got to be honest. And it worked out. You know, he's, he is, he's, I wouldn't say he's over it, but no, he's definitely it, looking at it um, in a better light. Yeah. He's getting ready I mean, to move forward. Yeah. I mean, he, I think he misses having that person in his life but he also has several really good friends Mm -hmm. that he's been spending time with and And he's young and he's young he'll figure things out the kid is smarter as hell i mean this this was was this his longest relationship this was his only relationship only okay yeah this was his first and and first yeah Yeah. so yeah so that's even harder because i remember my first right my first i was uh, 16 at a client s and um, yeah, yeah, my first I was sixteen at Aquinas as well. Huh? The junior, the junior prom was the junior ultimate prom. relationship. Yeah, the junior prom for our class was the bloodbath of the entire <laughs> our entire friends group. Yeah, it was horrible. Everyone who was going out with anybody, and then they said in our group, yeah, we all they didn't last past the prom, or didn't last past last past far past the prom. Um, I, I got you all beat. Tara broke up with me t- a week before the prom. Oh, nice. She says, I wanted to be up front with you right now. And she goes, and if you want to find another date for the prom, I, you know, she, I won't fault you. And I'm like, no, no, let's, let's go. I, we've invested in everything. We'll, we'll go together. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And it was all right. We were entertained and amused, but it was hard. It yeah. was hard to know that, that, you know, when I gave her a hug, when we got out of the limo after the, when I took her home that night, that was it. That was the end of that relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that, that hurt for yeah. a while, for a few months. I don't remember how soon after mine broke up, but. It wasn't much longer. It wasn't much longer. I mean, that was pretty much for some reason that the prom you know, was the Jason, you, me, Huber. I think we were all single within probably like at, at very least at the outside three weeks past the prom. It, it, yeah, it was. It was you pretty. Know? It was pretty quick for some whatever it, it reason. The prom, like I said, the prom was a bloodbath for our social circle. It was. It was, <laughs> it it was, was horrible, but we we survived. It was a learning experience. You know, it's uh, that that first relationship and you break up, and it's it's all part of being able to survive and get on and deal with people and mm-hmm. yeah, there's stuff I wish I would have done differently, but. Oh God, I know the what if game. Right. We're so good at playing it. You know, of course I still love how I got my, my, how I started dating. We went to me and uh, Rudy went to a Nazareth dance. Oh Jesus. <laughs> go to, Is go that to, how you found her? Go to us, go to a dance at an all girls school. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's how I got my first uh, my first 
girlfriend there, yeah. Oh my god. And uh, I don't remember right now how long it lasted for, but it lasted obviously till prom. <laughs> but yeah, and she had the exact same she was born on the exact same day as me. Oh wow, that's right. Like, I remember that now. I was like a few hours older than her. And but yeah, it was a, it was a Look at you going after younger women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those few hours there. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was it was just it was just bizarre. You go going there, you know, someone who has who never dated, going to a dance at an all girls school and being asked to dance, and mm-hmm. and there was a couple there was a couple options there, and I ended up with with this one, that one for a while, for whatever reason. Yeah. And you know, and you know, it was it was good for it was a good experience for a while. It was good, you know, and it was. And, you know, but it was, yeah. Prom. Here's how I know that you and I are, are excellent human beings. Our, our relationship history is fraught with danger. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fraught with, with miscues and mistakes oh my and gosh. things that we would love to take back, but can't. And we've also met several really cool people along the way. We have. It's been, it's been, there's uh, like everything, there's ups and downs or you, as long as we learn something from it, I think. Yeah, know, and, and exactly. There's always things that you know, things you wish would have done differently or something. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it was it's it was an interesting time. <laughs> interesting time is a way to describe it. Yeah, I mean, it's it, definitely it's, a way to describe it. Life is interesting. I mean, we didn't end up, you know, we didn't end up with you know, married to the first girl that we kind of dated, like like some people mm. and everything. But you know, but it's it's. We are we're here, and I'm glad I'm not. You know, and that's not, I don't want to disparage the person who I I first really thought I was going to be spending the rest of my life with. I mean, she's happy, and I'm happy, mm-hmm. and we we're we're distant friends at this point. We catch up with each other on Facebook once in a while, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and she she has on her second marriage, I believe, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Yeah, because she had a different second last name when I when I ran into <laughs> her on Facebook again, you know, and and. Yeah. It, everybody's where they're supposed to be to a degree, I suppose. We are where we are. I mean, it's really, I don't, I don't, get, I don't get that whole where they're supposed to be or anything, but we are, yeah. this is where we are right now. I mean, that's, that's it. I, I mean, I don't that's believe a better, way of, that's no, a better way of saying there's it, no yeah. destiny or stuff like that. It's just, this is, this is where we are at this point, And you know, that we, we can't change what happened. I mean, it's gotta, you know, this is where we are, you know, mm-hmm. we have to accept it and be able to, and, go forward because we have we can't go backwards so we can't stay still boldly going forward because we can't find reverse <laughs> <laughs> that's right oh man oh woman <laughs> oh my <laughs> so we're in the yeah. midst of a brutal heat wave here in rochester at the moment yep it, in the 90s anyways unless like there's it's clouding up here now yeah and a lot of humidity too i've been happy to be inside with air conditioning most of the day today yeah, it's supposed to break a little by tomorrow, right? Yeah, down to eighty or only high of eighty or so. It's still going to progress down to more normal than seventy four summer then, temperatures. Yeah, then Friday and Saturday seventy degrees. Yeah, then back up into eighties next week. Yeah, well, you know that's you know that's the J months for you. Eighty is the spice of life. <laughs> Not the same old thing every day. Every day Friday. Friday, I'm getting sick of it. <laughs> Oh yeah. How are you feeling? So today was my I just before this we started recording, I took my last chemo dose. So my four little orange pills, uh-huh, uh, five hundred milligrams, whatever each. I took those. So t- and so 
I am not feeling the best right now. I can imagine. Um, you know, it's been it's been a struggle for the past few days working and everything, and it's probably going to be next couple of days probably going to be about the same because it takes a couple of days to start wearing off. But mm-hmm. um, but I got through it. I'm getting through it, and I'm trying to. I've been pushing forward as much as I can because that's what I got to move forward. You're doing sure it. I just said so. I'm done with chemo. Mm-hmm. So congratulations, brother. Hopefully, hopefully forever, but at least for now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause you never know with cancer, what's going to happen because you know, it might rear its ugly head again sometime in the future, but that's why I've taken this chemo. So reduce the chances of that happening. Right. So, you know, but you know, only guarantee we have is someday we're going to die. Huh. Yeah. Thanks for that encouraging yeah, public service announcement. Yeah, I, I like to bring things up, you know, I like to be the positivity <laughs> here, you know, I, that's me, but no, so it's, I'm, you know, overall, I mean, I'm about feeling what I expected to feel, you know, cause that's about, you know, cause the last time, you know, the last rounders, I was definitely feeling this, the same kind of thing. So uh-huh. it's it, nothing unexpected, um, but I am happy to be done um, and so that I can get on to my next next step, which I meet with a surgeon in a couple weeks, a few weeks, mm-hmm. three, three weeks, um, three weeks from today, I think, and then figure out my next steps. Hopefully, get my ileostomy reversed and get rid of this bag I have on my waist all the time. Oh, that must be a relief. Get rid of my little nub that sticks out from my stomach, Ugh. which is a weird thing to see. You know, it's not it's it's not like a third nipple because it's huge. No, <laughs> it's, compared to a nipple, it's huge. Let me put it that way. <laughs> Uh, you know, so, but it's this, this big red thing sticking out of your stomach. And so it's in the wrong place for a nipple too. So uh-huh. you know, it's no, no confusion there. Um, it's not like, you know, like in uh, well, friends, he had his nubbin or whatever. Well, he had his third nipple, his nubbin. Whatever, yeah. Jesus. Nothing like that. But, um, and, and, and kind of like, well, actually kind of like a nipple. If, if you're a pregnant woman, if you're like a woman who just had a, a child, like a nipple like that, it, it, spews up stout of, of stout. <laughs> you know stuff comes out of it so you know it's you know i i won't miss that you know no, and, but you know cause I, have to, I have to change the bag every couple of weeks so every couple uh-huh. of days every qu- couple times a week not every couple every couple of times a week i change it uh-huh. um so that's where you know otherwise it's just hidden underneath the, the little bag there but you know and sometimes it's you know it decides to spew out stuff as i'm changing it which is always you know but it's just weird but i'm used to i'm used to it i don't love it you know why would i love it i don't even i couldn't even imagine why you would no but it's i mean i there's a couple kind of interesting things about it you know being able to poo standing up kind of thing and <laughs> you know it's you know, it, it the strange thing you know because you know when camping you know beginning of june there and all we had was an outhouse there kind of thing you know no, you know a real outhouse with you know a right. hole, in the, hole in the ground so i didn't have to like sit in the seat to poo i could just you know put my bag over the hole and just you know open it up and <laughs> you know so it was you know there's there's pluses to it i guess you know mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but not that many pluses that that's so how many pluses that i want to keep it yeah well, you know, it's it's has served its purpose. Yes, and, and that's and it, it's part of uh, an equation, right? And uh, and and there's hopefully going to be a good solution to the equation coming up soon. Yeah, and so it's going to be, you know, it'll be my pooing experience will be different from what I, you know, from what I'm told because right. of of this and everything. But we'll see what happens when I uh, when that happens. Hopefully, in another uh, month and a half or two months, I can get that done. Okay. 
So yeah, that's that's uh, that's me right now. Not on me, dude. Yeah, so it's a, it's it's an adventure. I don't recommend it. No, no, <laughs> you know it's not not it not you know don't don't go out. That it, I make I might joke about it, but I don't recommend it. You know, two thumbs down. You know, don't you know? <laughs> Do not recommend zero on zero out of ten on Yelp. Right, you know. So, but you know, it's. The fact, you know, but I, you know, I am, I am lucky that I got it early enough where it's not any worse than it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish I could have gotten it earlier, but you know, like I said, we, like we said earlier, we can't go backwards. So yeah, it is what it is. I've learned to, I'm, I'm living with what we have. I'm dealing with what we have, what I have. So yeah, mm-hmm. and that's it. And you've, you know what I, we've talked about this on several occasions and I'm sure we'll talk about it again on several occasions on how open you've been about this journey, you know, doing mm-hmm. the TikToks and the, and the Facebook posts, giving people updates. And, and you shared a couple of stories with me about how that's resonated with other people. Mm-hmm. You know, you shared your journey and that helped them, yeah. uh, you know, and that's, that's amazing. I mean, so you we're we're finding tons of positives in this terribly <laughs> negative situation. And nothing that I planned on, of course, you know, I just, mm-hmm. I, it just came across that when I, when I, got that when i first heard saw that or heard that you have cancer you know i didn't actually hear the first time because i had just coming out from my colonoscopy and i was still you know i wasn't there but i so i didn't really hear it at that point um even though you know they said it you know but i I had had the picture it's a nice Mm -hmm. picture picture of my my cancer there it's really you know it's pretty 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 picture um but yeah i mean when you first heard that i was like okay well what do i do you know, yeah. you know, how do, how do I tell people this or do I tell people this? And if I do, how do I tell them this? And, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, and I said, I think I said, I might've probably said this before I've made the decision. I'm just going to tell everybody, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I told, you know, my closest friends first, um, and then told people I work with. And then I think the same day, that's when I posted on Facebook and just told you know, everyone else, Yeah, you know, to, this is, this is me. This is what I'm going through. And, uh, yeah, so good stuff, but, and, and, that, and it, it's helped. I mean, it's everyone, it's a different journey for everybody. Right. Um, yeah. you know, I, I, I know somebody who, 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 I know somebody who knows somebody that, that was re was diagnosed really recently with stage four and they've already passed away. Wow. You know, and that's, it's, it's, cancer is scary you know yeah, so i am and so all things considered I, I consider myself lucky you know my mom just got off you know a year and a half of chemo i went through 16 weeks mm-hmm. you know, she's going through you know a year and a half of it because hers hers had spread you know but she's i think she's clear now well, that's great and she's on some some um some medicine you know that's at least you know, probably for the next few years at least just mm-hmm. to kind of you know keep things cope you know happy kind of thing but you know it's you know there's a lot and a lot of a lot more people than i ever knew had can't you know tell, tell me you know i had cancer or i had this you know it's like oh wow I, you know i had no mm-hmm. idea because you know and so i figured i'm gonna just you know just tell them and this is what i'm going through this is what it's like this was like for me to have mm-hmm. cancer because like i said everybody's different but for me this was my experience so and i chronicle i chronicled chronicled chronicle chronicled chronicled, chronicled, chronicled it chronicled. on i chronicled it on facebook you know it, it mm-hmm. was 
that's that was the easiest for me to write it out. You know, I did a few TikToks here and there, but it was easier to write write out what I was thinking versus mm-hmm. you know trying to fit into a minute video on TikTok or something like that or whatever. So what's going to be interesting is years down the road, you know, three, four, five years down the road, when Facebook memories pop up and remind you that you know mm-hmm. five years ago this day you posted this, yeah, and you know it'll be interesting to be able to, like in a retrospective looking back at it and, and seeing how you feel, you know, mm-hmm. if you, you were officially, you know, a cancer survivor at that point, you're saying the five-year mark is when mm-hmm. they declare it or something like that. Yeah. That's when they, they yeah, you know, you know sign of it in five years and they say, you know, but being able to review that journey and how it's affected mm-hmm. your life, you know, uh, and, and, and you'll be able to look at it through the lens of, of a couple of years of down the road. Yeah. That's, I- I mean, I did a. I, I guess I did a little bit with my with my dad was going through. Not a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. I, I w- it was because it wasn't my. Well, I mean, my journey for him, but it was his ALS. You know, he was the one who was ALS, and but you know, I had a few posts here and there about what I was going through. Um, you know, how do I? Do, I think a lot of it was more of the aftermath of it versus mm-hmm. during. It kind of, but that was his journey. But he couldn't, he couldn't tell a story, especially after a while. You know, for a while he could, and then you know when he when he got to the later stages, he couldn't talk. He he barely was so hard. You know, communicating was so hard. Um, And then you know, but when you say Facebook memories, you know, I I recently a memory of our, you know, I pictures, you know, I put videos of our barn being torn down, Mm -hmm. and the the barn was, you know, that was that happened after we cleared out. You know the house I grew up in. The house was house was totally empty. The barn was a barn still had some stuff in it, and then watching the barn get torn down kind of brought back a lot of stuff again because that was like the last piece. That was my dad always talked about the barn. He he always had these big plans for the barn, which of course he never did. Mm-hmm. You know I'm I'm gonna get you know fix this up and do this, and you know and my dad had a lot of plans. It was um, a huge space. Yeah, I mean it yeah, was, it was a, a huge space, massive building. You know, it was an it was an old barn. It had the you know the old hand hewn woods, the wooden right. pegs holding it, and that thing you know didn't want to go down. That thing, no, fought. that thing it fought. fought. I mean, it, it was <laughs> staying up out of will, force of habit and willpower. I mean, there was yeah. corners of it that were just completely shedded off. But you know, when the when the excavator went after it, it was up it, for a fight. It was. <laughs> he, he was he was digging into the roof, and it was not going until he finally dug a, enough of it out that it had no choice. Yeah, and gravity. Gravity finally. Gravity's going to win. <laughs> but, but the barn itself was just it. It fought. It was it was crazy. You know, he, he knocked down a lot of it, and there was this one section on the first floor in the back which was still standing there, kind of even if the, the top collapsed on top of it. Mm-hmm. You know, so they they built things back then. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like you said, the foundation was gone out of one corner of it totally. Yeah. I, I'm surprised it lasted as long as it did in some ways, but um, but watching that get torn down was kind of like, okay, it's really, you know, he, everything's really gone. All mm-hmm. the stuff, you know, the house was empty. Uh, all the stuff that was left in the barn, there was a lot of, you know, was, was gone. And it was like that. And that was kind of the end of it for me. So it was kind of weird. Yeah, I can imagine. You know, so the, that was... Um, Facebook memories. Yeah. So the good and bad to those, you know, <laughs> you know, but, but, yeah. it, <laughs> but, there, but there's good. I mean, like every, every year, the, the picture we took at Mary Kay's um, wake there was, you know, oh, comes yeah. up, you know, yeah. that there's this, and this is, that, that was such a sad thing that when she, when she passed and that was unexpected, so unexpected and so sad. 
um, and she was, you know, she's getting married, and that was, but, all right, memories. Memories. Memories, memories are the building blocks of who we are. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's, 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 you know, let's not dance around that. That's, that's mm-hmm. one of the lessons for today is memory. Don't be afraid of memories, even if they're bad Sorry, memories. I'm, I'm dancing, Chris. I'm dancing around. Oh, yes, I can see that. That's okay. the thing about Zencasters. I actually yeah. have a video connection to yeah, you. And... The worst thing about my podcast, you guys can't see me. So that's, that's probably yes. good. Dan, <laughs> Dan has an, has a, um, we'll call it a legendary dancing style. <laughs> I guess you can call it dancing. I don't know. I move. <laughs> <laughs> I, I move to the music. I don't know if it's really dancing or not, but we're gonna groove. We're gonna groove one of these days. It's gonna happen. It's gonna I did. I did take dance lessons. I took tap and my tap and jazz lessons. Yeah, and you were in the follies. I've, I've seen you move. I was groove. in the follies somehow. That I still don't know how that happened. That was an accident. I was, <laughs> I was in the follies first. I was the the I was the sound and lights guy, and somehow I ended up on stage after a while. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, that particular. Group that oh, ran the Follies at that time. I love that. They were really they were they were wonderful people and very very talented, mm-hmm. but they were a little too prone to sight gags. They were not good at comic relief. They were into sight gags. You didn't like the sight gag. You didn't like the putting. I didn't on the like notes. being a part of the sight gags. No, because I, I felt there was a waste of of, yeah. of of an opportunity of you know a waste of talent for lack of a less egotistical way of saying it. Hey, you I got a French maid outfit, so you know. Yeah, I know. Everybody ought to have a maid. The crowd had fun, and that's all that matters. That's, yes. that's my that's my final take on that. That's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> memories. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. Don't be afraid of memories, people. No, memories I mean, are... Some of, them, some of them are going to be good, and some of them are not going to be good. But you know what? They are the building blocks of who you are. You know, and, mm-hmm. and if you can remember the bad memories and learn from them, then you can build good memories on top of that foundation. And you can be like, hey, right. look at look what I can do now. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't be afraid of memories. No, no they, they, yeah, they, you are, you are your memories. That's your consciousness. Yep. If you if your mind get wiped, then you'd be someone completely different. Now, there's some folks out there who have some things that they've experienced that they would like to forget. And I completely respect that because mm-hmm. there's been some horrific, horrific things that have happened to people. Uh, and it's, a, it's just, it's unfortunate. And if you can take that pain away, I would love to, um, you know, you just hope that you can, if you do have those memories that you can take them and, and build from that and, and find some solace, find some happiness down, you know, down the mm-hmm. road, you know, yeah. based on that, try to turn it around a little bit, but. Is it a case of forgetting them or accepting that they're part of your history? Probably accepting acceptance tends to be the key to a lot of things I've noticed. It's not, you don't have to like it. Yes. You don't have, but you have to accept that it's something that you went through and like, <laughs> and like you were saying, learn from it and you know, you can maybe hide it away in a corner of your stuff. And you don't have to live it, mm-hmm. you know, think about it every day, but it is, everything is part of what, what you are, what makes you up with your decisions. I mean, I can remember, I can remember some key moments from growing up that, you know, if I hadn't gone through those, I'd be doing stuff differently. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, I don't remember the exact situation. I don't remember who was there. I don't remember where we were, but I remember being with this group of kids. I don't remember what year it was or anything, but I remember being this group of kids and we had this metal rod or something, metal piece of metal. Mm-hmm. 
And I remember we, you know, we're, we're kids. We're throwing it up in the air. See how high we can get it up in the air. Uh-oh. So, and then, of course, it ended up hitting this girl in the in the face. And I don't remember, you know, she didn't die or anything like that. But I remember her crying. I remember blood going down her face. I don't remember what she looked like. But I remember, you know, this piece of metal being thrown up in the air mm-hmm. i don't remember, i don't remember who threw the who, who threw at that time i i i just remember the you know and just thinking about you know actions have consequence yes you know and just learning that lesson from that you know and that that always sticks in my memory not not always consciously but you know just but it always it pops in every so often that you know what you do has consequence. You know, it might you might not foresee it. I mean, we went, didn't foresee this thing landing on this this girl's head or whatever. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I'm sure she must have been fine. I mean, eventually you probably got stitches. I'm sure because it seemed like in my memory there's a lot of blood, but I don't remember how much there was. But I yeah. But but it's just, well, how old you know, were you at the time? I have no idea. Okay. I, you know, it's 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 I I remember the situation, but I don't remember the details of it. Mm-hmm. And, and and but you know but actions have consequence that's a lesson i learned you know mm-hmm. and i did that because you know kids you don't always get that right you know especially you know they don't so, learn that one until it's too late <laughs> right and you know it was it was yeah i'm sure that I, I, yeah i i don't remember where I, I don't remember much about it except for that um and there's other other memories like that that you know they're not always good sometimes they're good sometimes they're bad you know but mm-hmm. Actions have consequence. That's one. Yes, of them. they do. It's a good lesson. Yeah, good lesson. Good memory to have. You know, should, if you're gonna if you're gonna build off of it. Should that be one of the, our, th- our 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 lessons in the Church of the Wandering Dude? Like, the, <laughs> have we discovered the third commandment? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Do we need a third commandment, or is that just no. more, like a, a, more I think of this, a, this of a thing? The, this would fit under the first commandment. Don't yeah. be a dick. Actions have consequences. Yeah, we get we have to something more. We can't you can't use dick all the time. We got to use something else that's more you know that's more publicly ex- acceptable you know kind of thing. We'll make we'll make. I can't believe I'm going to say this sentence right now. We'll make dick publicly acceptable. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> Some people might be happy about that, but you know. yeah, you know. <laughs> for different for various reasons. Oh, but, I know. But you know, don't be a jerk or don't be a. Don't be a doofus. Don't be a doofus. Doofus kind of fits in with the dude thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, and but yeah, actions have consequence. Don't be a doofus. We can say it's it's uh Dan's first letter to what is it? Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, Dan's first letter to the um to the Rockettes. To the Rockettes. Write <laughs> 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 a letter to the Rockettes. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I met a um, Rockette once. Did you really? I went to well into the um backstage the backstage tour of Radio City Music Hall. Okay. During, during one of my New York City trips, and and part of it was uh, get to meet a rock cat and stuff. So it was, was kind of it was it was cool. It was only only thing I that I think that oh no it wasn't that it was Carnegie Hall that had a show going on. No, mm-hmm. it was it was really interesting learning about Radio City Radio City Music Hall. But um, actions have consequence. Don't be a doofus. Um, or you know, or the more vernacular, don't be a dick. Yep. <laughs> so both work. Both start with D. We'll start with the, <laughs> um, yeah. Huh. So. Uh, <sighs> this is going to spiral. You know that, right? It's going to spiral completely out of our own control. We're trying. As long, as, it's it be, as long as it does it in the good way. 
Yep. So it does it in a positive fashion. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. Yeah. So as we learn together. Right. Keep <sighs> an open mind. Yeah. Anyway. So, so yeah. run out of things to talk about, have we? It happens from time to time. It's no, okay. just, it's, we didn't run out. I think we just needed a <sighs> quick a moment breath, to sigh and breathe. Because we talked about some heavy stuff here. Yes, we did. We, we you know, and that's, I think that's interesting how you and I, we just, and that's the comfort level you and I have with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, after 36 years of being friends, we can talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we've had a lot of ugly over the years. Oh yeah, we have. Mm-hmm. You know, and and be honest about it, and just kind of like a lot, and, bit, a lot of good too, though. So I, you know, it was funny the other day. I was having a rough day, and I was just really upset. And I had this inkling to call you mm-hmm. and say, "I need a therapy session. Let's record a podcast." <laughs> right, and I was actually going to call you, and and I can't remember what prevented me from something happened, and it, it distracted me from it. And I had something I had to do, probably for one of the kids. I don't remember. Um, but at one point I'm like, I need a therapy session. I'm calling Dan. We're recording a podcast today. <laughs> hey, you know, whatever therapy works, right? You know, as long as you're talking about it, that's, I think that's the big thing is, is there are things that we are still afraid to talk about. There are things that have a stigma. There are things that, um, that just, we're not comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, being open about. And, and, and I'm not saying, you know, if you want to keep something private, that's your business. Keep it private. Obviously mm-hmm. we don't want to force you into talking about something that you, you, you don't want to. If you're um, not ready for it, yeah. Or, or the, you know, or if just, you're under the impression it's none of your damn business, Chris and Dan. Right. No, this is my stuff. I'm okay with it. I'm accepting. But this is mm-hmm. this is what I want to keep for myself. You don't need to know it. Right. And I respect that. All right. But how the thing that we've talked about, or we as a people, you know, have talked about in in American healthcare is how there is this vast stigma about mental health. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's crazy. Well, just medicate him and stash him somewhere so we don't have to look at him. Or, or she's she's got to be mental. She's had a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, whatever, as long as we don't have to deal with it. You know, and it's that it's those responses that have created this stigma over the decades, centuries, whatever, that we don't talk about the things we should talk about. Right. You know, you and I are more comfortable talking to each other, and we just have to be recording our conversations and sharing them with people. Right. You know, but it's, I'm talking to you about stuff that's important to me. You're talking to me stuff important to you. Um, the more we're open about our mental health, the easier it will be for other people. There's a domino effect, you know, and when other people see that, and this, and this is why celebrities, people tell celebrities to shut up all the time, typically when you don't agree with them. Right. Right. That's what you tell but, everybody. Yeah. Don't but here's them. the thing is, is there are celebrities out there who have been honest about their journeys you know, mental health, physical health, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. you know, divorce, relationships, whatever. And people hear that these celebrities have a platform mm-hmm. and they're trying to use it in a constructive fashion. They're trying to help. You know, yeah. if, if you don't agree with their political statement, oh, well, then don't listen to it, right. you know, but they have an opportunity because people have given them that opportunity. Hearing like stories from like, the child, no, the child stars, you know, all, all mm-hmm. these the people, you know, does this, that you know, the, you you think you know, must have it easy. They make you know, then these hit shows are doing, they're making money, they're doing this, but you you don't, you know, the, yeah, I mean, it, we're hearing a lot more about these, you know, the, the these journeys these child stars went through, and you know, I guess it's amazing some of them turned out okay, 
it mm-hmm. seems, you know, versus, you know, the, yeah, they had a privilege, but they also had those other stuff going on. Yeah. You can't just see what's on the outside. You have to, you have to hear, you have to listen, you have to talk about it. And you have to listen. Yes. Those are the two things you have to be, you know, and if we did more of that in this country versus just talk at people, oh, you, gotta talk, God, you gotta talk with people mm-hmm. and listen to them and have them listen to you. We have to go both ways. That's the clutch, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Instead of talking at, listen and hear and talk with. Yep. <sighs> well, imagine what a kind of world we'd have if that, if that happened. We'd be one step closer to where we've always wanted to be. That's for you sure. Know, that's just, that'd be just amazing. You know, it's, and you, you can't, you gotta be able to be open. You can't take, yeah, a, a lot of this PC stuff we have is, it's going the wrong way. Because mm-hmm. it's sh- it's shutting people up because you're mm-hmm. afraid to talk about things, mm-hmm. um, and that, that, I think that's kind of a problem. You need to be able to say things. You need to be able to discuss them. If the, if it's if it's something that you don't agree with, you need to be able to talk about it and not shut the person down. Mm-hmm. This is why that's a, this is what why what you just said is a problem. Or this is, you know, this is why, you know, that makes you uncomfortable. This is why. So you can hope. And mm-hmm. if you listen to what that person's saying, why it's uncomfortable, then okay. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm learning so much these days about you know, with everybody opening up and all the, you know, the Black Lives Matter, all this and that and all the, um, everything, you know, I, when I went to Genesee Country Museum, Country Museum a couple weekends ago mm-hmm. and there, it was uh, on June 19th. Okay. Uh, so it's a Juneteenth celebration, and they and they had a lot of you know the, uh, you know people talking you know, being in character as the slaves of the time and stuff like that, and hearing their stories as as the slaves. And it's like, wow, okay, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't know that kind of thing, and just and hearing it more from almost a firsthand perspective type of thing. It, it was very eye opening, mm-hmm. and there's so much eye opening stuff that. And that's, but that's the thing is, unfortunately to that, there are not as many people having their eyes opened as there should be. Right. You know, I mean, I'm grateful that we are able to, to listen. I'm I'm grateful that I, I, my heart's open enough that I, if, if somebody explains something to me, whether I understand it or not, I'm at least able to listen and say, okay, I want to do better. I want to understand. I want to help you, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and. But there's so many people out there yet who, you know, if they're told, well, I don't, I, I don't like that. I'm not comfortable. I'm, you, it, it's, you're hurting my feelings. And the person's response is, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Suck it up. Yeah. You know, and it's, oh, okay, really? Those people exist. And, and it's, it's not that they're rare. It's not even that they're no, rare. They're, there's too they many are, of them. There's, there's such a large population of people who just don't give a shit about anybody else. It's, mm-hmm. As long as I've got mine, I don't care. Not one part of the, it's not party thing. It's people thing. Mm -hmm. And party things. I was was watching um, a Republican talk about something this morning and I was, I was listening. I was, I'm not, you know, I I don't agree. Didn't agree with what he said, but I was listening, trying to hear what he was, what trying to hear his message, what he was trying to say. And, you know, I, and again, I know, I don't 100% disagree with any with the Republicans. I don't mm-hmm. I don't 100% agree with Democrats. I don't, you know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm in the middle there and there's there are some foundational domestic financial policy that I agree with both sides. 
Mm-hmm. You know, there's oh, some yeah. stuff from one side that I like and some side from the other side I like. Right. You know, it's it's when you get into this aspect of, well, I don't agree with a thing, so nobody should have it, or or I'm told that I can't do a thing, so nobody should have access right. to this thing. Or we're uh, not gonna we're not gonna move on this issue here. We're not, you know, this is this yeah. is in stone. We're not doing this no matter what. You know, right? I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna let this go past me because just because it's you and this is, I'm not gonna budge on this. There's no yeah, compromise. I, you you brought it up, not me. It wasn't my idea. It was your idea. Therefore, I'm against it. Mm-hmm. If right. I'd had the idea, then I would have been all for it. Yeah. You know, but you had the idea, and I'm against you. So yeah. people are getting hurt because kindergartners and toddlers are running the government at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to take uh, my toys and go home. Screw you. Uh, it, what they were talking about this morning was about, you know, doing the Republicans want to look more into the, the Wuhan thing, you know, where, the origin of the you know, coronavirus there. Okay, great. Like, you know, but yeah, well, we, yeah, but they don't want to look into the origins of, you know, what happened on January 6th. No, not they at want, all. They, they want to know. They want, yeah, it's, it, it, again, it's, it's that they're not consistent with their stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so it it's yeah, that that stuff bothers me, and it's yes. it's it, you know it's this is going to benefit me because so and so said all this stuff before, so I'm I'm sticking with him because I'm I'm in a blind you know blind follower here. Yep, and I'm going to do what he said, but uh, I don't want to. It's crazy, I, isn't it? Yeah, but it's That's no but, way to live. That's but no they're way not to- they're not listening to each other. They're not. They're not listening. They're not trying to compromise. They're not trying to work together. They're trying to just get their agenda. And we talked about it before. We got to, you know, term limits. If we had term limits, that'd make things better, maybe. Mm-hmm. But you had to do a whole list of things before you put the term yeah, limits. Yeah, and that, to get that is a long and painful journey. And who knows if we'll ever see that. I don't think so. But you can be hopeful. You can work towards yeah, it. Right. You can try to inspire people. Mm-hmm. You know? Hi, Jen. Yeah. He says hi. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just, it's just it's just for us. But um, anyway, yeah. So it's it's I don't know. Hope hopefully at least we can get some sort of stuff in our world. You know, I would like to see sanity fully restored. I think we're heading in the right direction. You know, mm-hmm. but there's still so many obstacles at the moment. There's still so many, you know. That one person has to disappear for a while. Oh, God, yes. I think if that person just holed up and just went golfing every day and didn't talk to anybody. Yes. I, I think that would be a way to kind of move forward. But It would you know, be a start yeah. because there's a couple of other people that need to go away as well. Mm-hmm. I can think of a, uh, I think of a ten off the top of my list from both sides of the political mm-hmm. spectrum. Yeah, that if they just got out of the way and let the, you know, other people come in get and start fresh, doing get some fresh like, blood in there. Yeah. Oh, and that's yeah. least to the term limits concept, right? Yeah, I know. But. That's, you know, or people just got to vote them out. People's, yeah. people's decision. People keep voting well, them back the, in. That's the thing we keep seeing is, um, well, Congress sucks, but my guy's okay. Well, then nothing's ever going to change because I can't vote for the people out of my district. You know, right. well, my guy's okay, but this guy sucks. Well, okay, but everybody else says the same thing. Right. You know, it's that guy's doing what I want him to do, but it's not. Yeah. I don't know. I think we need a, a change of government. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
I guarantee the founding fathers did not want this. This was not on their list of things to think about. No. You know, this is, this is, we are far from the tree at the moment. Mm-hmm. But. But at least we're saying, Chris, you and I. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, what was the quote that, uh, uh, I remember writing it down because I laughed so hard. This was years ago. Sanity is relative, and even a poor plan, violently executed, can succeed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was it was usually established in Dungeons & Dragons at our table. Right. <laughs> it was one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my word. So the, the, our, our church will solve all problems if we get everybody to join. We'll, we'll solve a lot of problems, I think. You know, just those two simple commandments, mm-hmm. you know. And we're going to, and James Bourne, our meme lord, was over uh, for dinner tonight. And we had a lot of, and he has some great ideas, great, great ideas. But we were talking about various things. The Do the Thing initiative mm-hmm. is, is going to be a, something we're going to be talking about in the, yeah. uh, in the future. So we'll I like that. See what we can do to inspire and encourage. And we'll get some Dudas Priest. We're almost done. And Dudist priests, yes. Church of the Wandering Dudes, Dudist priests. Uh, on that happy and pious note, I'm going to let you go at this point. Pi- pious note, I like that. Pi- pious See, you- Dudist priest. Dudist priests. <laughs> All right, my brother. I'll talk to you later. All right. All right. Hey, everybody, you have a great week. Have a safe week. And we'll talk we'll to you again in a couple again. of weeks. Yeah. Happy trails. <laughs> Just turn it off now. Turn it off now before I start singing too much. No, sing, sing, sing. sing. I'm not going to turn it off. I'm not going to turn it off. We meet again. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Good night, Dan. Good night, Chris.